With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast. No, but you will be after listening to this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by Network. Turn professional smart ass on the radio, and with me as always, you hear about BetMGM tonight, every night, including tonight, Friday night, where we're currently taping on Friday morning. He is Ryan Horvat. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, and I'm excited for, let's just say this really quickly, I'm excited for this weekend in baseball, not just Major League Baseball, because, uh, you know, today, as we tape this, we got, we're got a few hours away, we got uh, Cubs cards, which usually I'd be excited about. Actually, you know, we've got a good pitching matchup. With, uh, really Miles good pitching Stroman today, so I'll take that. But I'm more excited to be quite honest with you for just a weekend filled with college baseball, man. Fighting Irish, I'm a Notre Dame fan, playing in a couple hours, so all day long we get some Friday baseball, big games. I'm excited for the College World Series and uh, a great weekend, a good weekend. As basketball's winding down, hockey's winding down. Thank God, by the way. Uh, I'm excited just to really get into it. Warm yeah, weather. It finally feels like summer here on the East Coast and DC, so. I'm Jack for this weekend, man. You're definitely right about college baseball. Really excited for that. I'm a UCLA guy myself, and they're yep. playing in the Auburn uh, regional. So I'm excited for them. They're the number two seed. Go UCLA. Go fight in Irish. It's going to be a fun, fun, fun couple of weeks. Today, of course, the regionals beginning next week. Super regionals. And then, of course, Omaha at TD Ameritrade in downtown Omaha. But, uh, you know, we got a lot of Major League Baseball, a lot of stories taking place. Hey, good news for you. Your team that you were all over to start the year, the Phillies, I know you want to fade them for the rest of your life, but hey, man, new manager, new guy at the helm. Joe Girardi was let go today, this morning. Can this team turn it around? Listen, Ryan, you and I have discussed this multiple times. Now, is it mean that this team's going to change because Joe Girardi's gone? Most likely no, because, and here's my reasoning, Joe Girardi is not playing defense on the single worst defense that has ever been assembled by anybody yep. ever. This is such a bad defense. Oh, and they lost Gene Segura, who is not good defensively anymore, but somehow the defense got worse. Yeah, I was going to say, while I was excited to see that news, and no offense to Joe Girardi, but clearly something needed to change there right after a couple disappointing seasons. Um, got really excited. As I told you before we started the pod, I thought Rob Thomas was taking over from Matchbox 20. I'm, but what is it like? Here's the thing. What does a new manager do? Like you just said, they are so terrible defensively. Just committing error after error. It's a tough watch. Um, I don't trust the bullpen. I think really they just need to make a couple moves. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like um, they're going anywhere this year, but we'll see. We'll see. It was a change that needed to be made. I was actually kind of surprised. I figured he had a full year. I didn't think that was coming. Did you see that coming this year? I thought maybe next season, definitely by next season, if they underperform, which obviously they are right now in that division. But I didn't see it coming here June 3rd. Dave Dombrowski did an interview two days ago where he said, absolutely not. He is not on the hot seat. Yeah. He was fired this morning. Um, 
Yeah, I did not expect to see this this quickly, but it, man, it, back behind the scenes, it had to be a lot worse than we even thought. They talked about other internal options. You mentioned Rob Thomas. Uh, he turned down the job because he said he believed that the world was burning to the ground. Yeah. But um, on top of that, I mean, there were other options, internal options, good internal options, but there was also weird, weird suggestions. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manuel's name was brought up, like a lot. Yeah. Like, how is Charlie Manuel's name brought up in this? Right. Charlie Manuel, I, I, I think, last managed in the Dust Bowl. I, I don't understand how he right. was on the list. Um, you know, they had they had options. I, I think they, they pay, made as good of an op, uh, decision as they could have made. You can't go that outside of the box. It's got to be someone of familiarity. It's right. 50 games into the season. So, obviously, you promote from within, but the – it's it's tricky playing under an interim manager, and it's tricky to be an interim manager, especially in a team with this high of a payroll that yeah. should be winning in a down division, except for the Mets. But it's just, dude, I expect nothing from this team, period. Just I don't nothing. Even, and even if I did, even if I had like this false sense of hope, I mean, the Mets just continue to win. No, they got beat last night, which, thank God, I bet the Dodgers and the under – and I took the run line. Nothing. I better. faded the Dodgers the first and only time this year, dude. If it was the honestly, I mean, I'm not a big run line guy. I never trust the team to win, let alone win by two runs. But getting that and the under in a two nothing victory, that was really really nice. Um, but yeah, I just don't expect anything just because of that division because the Mets are so good. They continue to win. Well, let's go ahead and get this going here on BetMGM yeah. MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Let's do a little prop off with each other. What do you think, man? We got a lot of good pitching matchups. You already mentioned the pitching matchup in Chicago. You got Stroman versus uh, Miles Michaelis. That's a great, great setup. I'm looking forward to that game. What two strikeout props you got lying around? I'm going to go right out the gate and say my first one. The reason why I'm going to say this one, I'm going to get it out of the way early because it's obvious. Garrett Cole is throwing tonight. Garrett Cole is pitching tonight against the Detroit Tigers. The Detroit Tigers are terrible. Garrett yes. Cole, even when Garrett Cole is pitching bad, hits 11 Ks. He's hitting 11 Ks today, and you can get Garrett Cole on the BetMGM app right now at over 8.5 at plus 105. I did not expect. Listen, I knew it would be at 8.5. I even thought they'd even throw it as high as 9. Yep. I did not expect to see plus money. When I saw plus money, my answer was yes. All over it, Garrett Cole. Over eight and a half Ks against the Tigers, plus 105. All right, my first one, I'm going to go with Max Freed against the Rockies. I was actually kind of shocked to see this number so low. So four and a half, a little juiced, minus 134 was the price. But he's had at least five strikeouts in eight of 10 games already this season. So that's an 80% clip. He's averaging 5.7 per game. He's had five plus strikeouts in three of three games on the road already this season where he's averaging 6.7. He's averaged at least, now here's the thing, we need the innings, obviously. He's averaged uh, six and one-third, pitched in 10 games this season. His shortest outing, uh, five and one-third, that was back in April. And if you look at the Rockies the last three games, all beat up, they've struck out 10 times per game. The only teams with more strikeouts the last three games, the Boston Red Sox and uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, who did sweep the Dodgers. But I'm going to go with Max Freed over four and a half Ks. I'll lay the juice. I like that a lot. I think he gets at least five. We just need him to go at least six innings. Mm -hmm. I like that quite a bit. I'm going to give you another one. This one feels like a gimme, just an absolute gimme. Merrill Kelly this season is averaging 7.8 strikeouts a game. 
I want to say that again. Merrill Kelly is averaging. He's not hitting sometimes. He is averaging 7.9 strikeouts per game. And you're giving me four and a half with plus money against the Pittsburgh Pirates? Thank you. That is just free found money. Plus 100 over four and a half Ks. In fact, if you can dive into that app and see if, if you can find a five and, five and a half K mark, go ahead and jump on that. You could probably get that around plus 135. Uh, I like a disgusting one, actually. And there's a lot of juice, but... I really do like it. And I was thinking about maybe Josiah Gray tonight against the Cincinnati Reds. So last night, I bet the Reds pretty big, actually. I had to drive 45 minutes because I'm living here in Maryland. Had to go to D.C. <laughs> to Nats Park to bet MGM just to get in that bet. And I felt like a little bit of a degenerate. I'm not going to lie. A nearly a one-hour drive to bet on a team that a couple weeks ago we thought might go down as the worst in Major League Baseball history. I actually like Josiah Gray tonight because the number is only four and a half. I think he strikes out six tonight. Um, but that's disgusting. So I was looking for another one now that you stole Garrett Cole from me. So I guess I'll go, you know I'll go, I'll go Josiah Gray. And then I love Max Freed so much that I'll play that twice. And then, uh, man, you took Kelly too. I kind of like Brubaker in that spot. Same game. Oh, here's one for you actually. So the velocity's down. I'm actually a little bit worried about this guy, but still, man, he's got a three, one, nine ERA and he's two and three this season. Problem is he plays for the uh, Guardians, who are two games below 500. I'm actually going to go with Shane Bieber's strikeout prop tonight, going against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, we'll take a shot with Bieber, just because now the numbers started to come down. Remember when this strikeout prop, when we were doing this last year, and the number was 7.5? His strikeout mm -hmm. prop now, 5.5, and, and it's only minus 125. I think he strikes out at least 7 tonight. I like that quite a bit on the road against Baltimore, so I'll roll with that. I like it. I like it a lot. How about a home run prop? This one feels a little cheap, and it's a little not as valued as I want, but here's the fact. He's facing Chi-Chi uh, Gonzalez. Chi-Chi Gonzalez yeah. has not pitched in the major leagues this season. Chi-Chi Gonzalez, I think, has a career 6 or 7 ERA. In fact, I'm looking it up right now. He's got a career uh, five, six, four ERA in five years of work. This last year he played for Colorado. He had a seven ERA. He is going to be giving up a home run to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at plus 240. It's going to be a bomb deep, deep into the Rogers Center. So go ahead and play that Vlad Guerrero Jr. I did look at Springer. You can get him at plus 230. Um, yeah. But I just wanted a little more value. Truthfully, I wanted this to be three to one. So I was even looking at... Uh, um, I was looking at Biggio. No, not Biggio. I'm sorry. I was looking at um, Bichette. Bichette, you yeah. can get at about 340 right now. So that crossed my mind. But really, in this ballgame, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is going yard. I like that a lot. I'm actually I'm going to go kind of, I guess, a little chalky here because I know I've picked this. But I've been on fire with these home run props. And I need this for my fantasy team. And I like the number. It was 4-1. to one. It's plus 380. Still a nice price. I'll go Juan Soto that same game going against the uh, – Cincinnati Reds today who are throwing minor for the first time this year let's go with Juan Soto as long as he actually gets a pitch I was looking at an RB, RBI prop maybe like a total bags um she's not seen a whole lot of good pitches this year obviously there's nobody else in that lineup man I, I can't name anybody else in that lineup other than Josh Bell right now to be quite honest with you in Washington they're terrible they're 18 and 35 the, I think the Nationals are the worst watch in baseball because with the Reds like Ashcraft pitches last night man they have some, they're calling up some of their dudes. He's been great. They have some prospects, and they have a farm system. With the Nationals, they have Juan Soto, who's not going to be there in two years. I don't think he's going anywhere this year, but I like that Mets prediction a lot. Um, 
Yeah, so I'll go with uh, Juan Soto. All that to say, I'll go Juan Soto to homer. Tonight. I like it. Uh, any other props you have lying around? The only thing I have left is I do have a first five that I'm really proud of, and I want to get it out of the way because I have no doubt in my mind it's the exact same one you have. I know where you're going, and let's just – good. Then we could – two birds, one stone probably. Uh, all right, let's say it at the same time. Let's see if we get it. We'll mention – let's mention the road team on three, two, one, Padres. Boom. Padres first five inning. First five inning, Padres, Brewers, under. Uh, you got yep. Joe Musgrove. You got Joe Musgrove. You got you got you got Bur Corey Burns. I'm taking the three under three at plus one ten first five innings. I can't wait to watch this tonight at work. Um, so I'll do a, I'll do another one with the same game. Then I'm with you on the first five. If you're looking to make a uh, easy little bet that you only have to sweat out for about five minutes with these two guys. It's juicy. It's minus 154, I think I saw, but no run in the first inning. So Corbin Burns, the nerfy for him since the start of the 2020 season, 40 and 8. So he's given up a run in the 48 starts eight times only, 9 and 1 since 2022 when he really became Corbin Burns. Uh, and then you look at the home road splits, 21 and 2, 37 first inning batters, a 0 0.90 ERA. He's only walked two. And he's 1-0 uh, against the Padres at home in his career as well. And if you look at the lineup against him, Trent Grisham, former Brewer, 0-5 for 5 against Burns. Uh, Will Myers, 0-9. Machado, who's been injured, 2-4. for 4. So I like that a lot. And then Joe Musgrove, same thing, dude. 7-2 uh, to the no run in the first inning. 31-9 and since the start of last year. And Brewers struggle against him. Keston Hira, 4 for 11. Uh, you got Colton Wong's three for 19. McCutcheon just one for eight. So I like the no run in the first inning. It's a little juicy. So I do like the first five under a lot more. I love it. I love it. Well, that has been some propping it off with each other. I love it. Great job, Ryan. And guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to get into some of these AL matchups for the weekend and so much more matchups, lines, and you better believe more props right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back. It's the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL, the greatest app ever. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. Download the BetQL app, giving five-star plays. That's what we're trying to do here today as well. We're going to begin with the American League. We do have some interleague series going down. Uh, and one is very dear and near to my heart. One of these teams has to lose. Both of these, I'm a little worried about both. I'm very worried about one of these teams and the other team starting to scare me a little bit as well. I don't know if you watched the Angels last night. Mike Trout gets hit by a pitch. I, uh, I couldn't breathe there for a second, man. If Trout goes down, this team is in huge trouble. Angels taking on the Phillies. Silseth, your boy on the bump. One and one this year. 307 ERA. Going against Zach Eflin. For some reason, I I don't know what was going on there. He was like on and off when, when I was looking at this pitching matchup. He's 1-4 this year, 4-6-1 ERA. What are you doing in this one? I got to be honest, I'm staying away. I'm just kind of rooting for both teams to have a good time. I have a uh, division ticket on the Angels and the win total over. have a division ticket on the Phillies, which I'm ready to throw in the trash, and it's already 
and it's only, I should say, June 3rd. They're 22 and 29 this season. I would actually probably lean the Phillies in this spot at home as slight favorites, minus 125 on the money line. And I'd probably actually go over nine because it's plus money. And I don't trust either bullpen. I do trust both teams to score some runs. Your thoughts? This is a pick 'em. Yeah. Clearly a pick 'em. I love the over eight and a half. You can get that at minus 120. I'm definitely jumping all over that. But in this pick 'em, Listen, the Phillies just fired their manager. This team is not going to be okay. The Angels, they're finally coming down to reality like we both kind of expected. I mean, it was looking like we, we like the Angels. We like the Angels yeah. for what they should and could be. And I think a little bit in our hearts, we want them to be it so bad that we're trying to like mentally push them in that direction. But at the end of the day, they're just not good enough. Um, I am favoring them tonight. They are slightly favored on the road, but not by much. I'm going to go ahead and jump on the Angels at plus 100. Still set in the mound. I, I, listen, Zach Eflin's going to give up 20 runs. I don't know what we're going to get out of Silseth, but I really think the Angels are going to put up a stopping. Yeah, man, the uh, Angels need to do something. They need to make some moves. They need to add some pitching. Now I'm worried about Syndergaard. He got absolutely shelled the he other He has night. looked bad, actually. Otani always gets shelled by the Yankees, his future team. Um, so we'll see. Uh, here we go. Guardians on the road. Slight favorites against the Baltimore Orioles. I never, ever, 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 ever bet against the Baltimore Orioles. I only bet on the Baltimore Orioles this year because they're that like ultimate spoiler team. I don't understand how either. Uh, especially with John Means on the IL. They got Zimmerman going tonight, 2-3 and three this year, and ERA over 4 going against Shane Bieber. Some people worried about Shane Bieber. The velocity down a little bit again this year. 2-3 and three with a 3.19 ERA, though I gave out a stri- strikeout prop earlier just because it's dropped all the way to 5.5. We used to see 8.5, 7.5 the last couple of years coming off the Cy Young year. I'm going to go, well, I'm not going to bet this game other than that strikeout prop. I would actually probably lean the under 8.5. Don't have a strong feeling on this one, though. I don't have a strong feeling on anything in this game. Both of these no. teams are spoiler teams. And so because of that, it's a pick em game, and you're sitting here watching the Cleveland Guardians being heavily favored um, as we currently stand at minus 150 on the money line. That's obviously no value to me, and I am just not feeling comfortable picking the Baltimore Orioles. This is a stay-away game, and quite frankly, most likely a stay-away series for me. Like, let's be honest. There's plenty of things to do with your Friday evening. If this is how you're spending it, unless you're in Baltimore, you know, if you're a fan of one of these teams, then you get a pass. But there, there's, a, there's a lot of, there's better ways to spend your evening. Let's go to uh, Tyke. Wow. I almost just swore uh, on this family-friendly podcast. The Yankees are minus 350 favorites. Is that what you're seeing right now? Uh, the Yankees, what'd you say? Minus three fifty? Yeah, that's absolutely what I'm seeing. There is no value to be found here except on the alternate money line. Um, Garrett Cole's pitching. There is value on the alternate money line. You might as well go ahead and jump on it. I'm going to take it. You can go getting them at over two and a half runs. Whew. Plus 100, but they're going to do it. Yeah, man, like, I uh, I don't like to say, like, this team, this player stinks because these are all big leaguers. Tigers stink. stink. Tigers are terrible. They They're stink. an awful watch. And I got to say it, uh, I'm really glad the Cubs didn't pay Javi Baez. Me too. I said it. Might Me be too, glad. That, I may be glad that they – I'm going to say something. This is our safe zone. It's probably going to turn out that they made the right decision. I Do wanted you mean with everybody that. or you just mean with Javi? With Javi and probably, I hate to say it because he's my favorite player, 
in, Fran in team history, both of these guys, they probably made the right decision with Chris Bryant. Yeah, they, they probably did. It, I just it was don't know if he's ever going to be healthy. I love him. I, I mean, if they're going to stink, I would rather stink with those guys. And then Rizzo, they, I, I think the, the contract, I think the money they offered Rizzo was very fair. It, yes. It, so they made, you know, deals. That's what Theo said. That's what Jed said. They made deals that would stand in the market. And I think that all of them did, unfortunately. But I do love all those guys. Um, oh, you want to talk about disappointing. The White Sox. They're, when you're seeing the White Sox, anything over plus 150, it used to be auto bet the White Sox. Sox yes. against lefties, Sox plus money. Going against the Rays tonight, the Rays minus 200 favorites with McClanahan on the mound. He's been awesome, of course. 5-2 and two with the ERA at 201. Yeah. Going against Velasquez tonight in his 530 ERA and 2-3 and three record. I, dude, I'm thinking about actually um, just hedging off and betting the Twins right now where there's still plus money to win that division. I think the Sox are dead. It's you, you would know. You tell me. You do the show in Chicago. It's June 3rd. I'm ready to bury them. They're not dead, but they're getting close. I mean, this is, hey, listen, Reinsdorf, don't be afraid to go and look at what just happened over in Philly. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. LaRusa's got to go. Something needs to yeah. be changed. This team last year was the most fun baseball team in the world. This team mm -hmm. is a chore to watch this year, a chore to watch. I don't know what has happened in that clubhouse that is making these guys, one, play so poorly. This is an all-star team everywhere, uh, in the bullpen, on the starting staff, in the lineup. There is not a single gap in there. Like, this team is good, real good, but they're miserable to watch. They're playing terrible. Me, this if the fact that this lineup is playing mediocre is unforgivable, and something needs to change. We just saw it happen over in Philly. I think Tony Larusa does need to be moved soon if this team doesn't turn it around. If this team is still under 500 at the middle of June, I, I think Jerry Nara needs to be that team's manager. And you know what's crazy is we treated this team like they were like a World Series champ, and uh, I'd say they, they were my pick. I picked them to win the AL. You know what they, and I hate to bring this back to the Cubs again, but I'm a Cubs fan, so unfortunately that's what everybody has to deal with. But you know what this reminds me of is that was my favorite team ever. Even the year before they win the World Series where they go to the, you know, the, the wild card team and they end up, uh, you know, losing to the Nets in the NLCS because Murphy hits like 45 homers in that series. But they were there way too early and then they overperform way too young, win a World Series. And then after that, like, I was like, I love these guys. Then they just kind of became a chore to watch. Like, nobody was getting along. Joe Madden went insane, as we've seen at times this year for the Angels when he's intentionally walking guys with the bases jammed. And they just became like, they weren't, I kept saying, this is a very unlikable team. That's how I feel about the White Sox when Tim Anderson, especially, is not on that field. When he's on the field, it's like, all right, I'll watch Tim Anderson. Guys, everything that's right about baseball. When he's not playing... Like you said, they're a chore to watch. And I think LaRusa needs to go. I thought he actually needed to go last year. All right. Uh, Mariner, I thought he never should have been hired. Yes, I, mean, I thought they should have just A.J. Hinch. But I don't know. Is A.J. Hinch the reason Detroit stinks? Or do they just stink because they paid a bunch of money to a bunch of guys that strike out a bunch and the pitching staff's young and underperforming? I, I, I don't know. I mean, can you – I mean, A.J. Hinch has been very clear that this team is not good enough, like, to yeah. be fair. So it's – He's protecting himself. He's going straight out there. I'm like, nope, I got nothing. This is embarrassing. Yes, like, yeah. something needs to be done. Um, so, I guess he's done a good job of skirting the blame at least a little away from him. But everybody else, I mean, Tony Russo has been here for a year and a half now, and nothing good has come from it. 
You know what I think we've learned a little bit uh, really quickly on that is that managing the Astros might just be very easy. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> really, look at this. Dusty feels like he's just living on easy street, and Dusty's already the man. I mean, like, come on. You have a great bullpen. You have a great rotation. You got guys like Verlander who at 40 are going seven, eight innings. It's not how hard that lineup. Really? Just look around Major League Baseball. Like, you know, we talk about the older managers and how we kind of get annoyed by older managers, except for Dusty and Buck, obviously. But yeah. Dusty, like, can you imagine being having a Major League franchise and having a manager search and knowing Dusty Baker's out there and not hiring Dusty Baker? I know. I, it's just – it's the, the fact that Dusty Baker was without a job for, like, five, six years is the most insane, insane thing in the world to me. Dude, I've always loved Dusty. I love I Dusty. And, and love. it makes me root for this Astros team, which it I does. hate too. I'm, I'm just over the whole thing, to be honest, which I know is a very unpopular. I just don't care anymore. No, I still hate the Astros, but I love Dusty so much that I almost, like, will I be happy if the Astros win the World Series? No. Will I be happy that Dusty has a ring on his finger? You yeah. bet your ass I would be. Right. And that's, yeah, I still hate like the original, like I'll, I'll never root for Altuve again. Right. But like mm -hmm. the new guys that come along, it's like, okay, I'm not going to always hate this franchise, this team because of what happened years ago. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I will. A uh, team that I'll always love, even though they continue to let me down Mariners Ugh. against the Rangers. Gilbert's on the mound the night five and two with the two, two, nine ERA. You know what? This is the only time I bet Seattle now is when he's on the bump. He's, he's lived up to the hype, man. Had him on my uh, keeper on my Dynasty League for fantasy baseball. I like him a lot. I'd probably play the Mariners tonight, actually, as uh, slight favorites against the Rangers. Rangers have been all right, though. I'm not only going to play the Mariners. This is what I'm going to do. The, the, the Rangers have been actually not just been all right. They've been one of the hottest teams in baseball for the last yeah. month. But you mentioned Gilbert on the mound. Not only am I willing to go ahead and take the Mariners, I'm willing to take them on the run line tonight. On the road, I think you can get them at plus 145. That's a lot of value for me on a team that I think is still pretty damn good, just been underperforming like crazy. Them and the White Sox are the two teams that are on that list for me that I'm like, I'm not ready to give up on them. But guys, if you don't start shaping it up soon, I, I will soon. These next two series, I'm going to be really quick and I'm going to be really chalky with the Astros on the road. Take it on the Royals this year. I will be uh, looking to target the Astros on the money line all weekend long. Yeah. Team totals, anything against the Kansas City Royals. What I'll be you? playing them on the run line all weekend long. I think this is going to be a blowout. In fact, you know, we were I was sitting around looking for more props earlier, just thinking about it. And I am always hesitant on home run props, but God, like there is like nine home run props in this game that I think are worth a look. I mean, Alex Bregman, you can get him at plus five fifty. There's just a lot of lot of value on that. Altuve plus five twenty five. Uh, Whit Merrifield, you get plus six twenty five. Whit is like one of the the last good holdouts of that team. Ben Attendee, you can get him at plus five fifty. Like there's an outrageous amount of value on the home run uh, prop market in this series outside of that the only thing i'm looking to play is just the houston astros on, on the money on the run line i should say all weekend long same here i might play the over in that game tonight total around eight and a half so i might go over in that one might go over this one because it's such a small total as well uh it's seven right now i'll also be looking to target the red sox they need every victory they could get right now and they're taking on the oakland A's all weekend long, so I will be betting on Boston this weekend. They're starting to look pretty good, too. They're almost back to 500. They're literally only yeah. three games under 500. Now, do I think it's a playoff team? No, but they're playing in Oakland. There's going to be runs scored. Um, 
Eovaldi on the mound. He's got a 3.77 ERA. Caprillion's got a six. Um, so yeah, I really like that over seven at minus one fifteen. I I might be playing the overall series long. Same, in fact, same. I don't know that why that's so low. That total. Yeah, I'm I'm down. blown away because if it was in Boston and there were maybe maybe some weather that I'm not aware of, it's in Oakland. Yeah, the weather's also, fine in Oakland. And these totals, man, like the bats are starting to heat up a little bit, which we knew was coming. But these totals have been coming up a little bit. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll wrap up the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL next. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back to the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, Ryan Horvat. Big weekend for baseball, some college baseball, well, Major League Baseball. So, by the way, forgot to tell you in the beginning of the show, big bet on UCLA today, minus 120. Uh, as well as Notre Dame, laid the chalk minus one forty-five. Also parlayed them together. Nice. So there's, a, there's a little added bonus for the loyal, loyal wait, listeners. Wait, wait, wait. Time, time. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm such a bad alumni. Um, who are the, who's UCLA playing? <laughs> they're playing whoever the three seed is in that in that tournament. I don't know who they're playing though. Uh, UCLA plays against Oregon today. Oregon's the three seed. No, no, Florida seed. State. My gosh, Florida okay, State. Okay, so they're playing against Florida State. Okay, Florida State's the three seed. Florida State's not very good. UCLA should have that well at hand. But, hey, man, it is it is the regionals. I got knocked out of a regional by a team I shouldn't have been knocked out of by once. Mizzou knocked me out of the regional one year. Um, and then Fullerton knocked me out of Supers twice. It was a nightmare. God, I hated Fullerton. Yeah, yeah. A little fun fact. These teams, Cody, they faced off just once before. And guess who won that matchup? Where were, you in Where were you in 2012? In 2012, I was in Tucson, Arizona, playing for AAA okay. for the San Diego Padres. All right, Florida State won that matchup, 4-1. to one. Uh, Close the yearbook, buddy. It was 2012. That's what I'm saying. So you, this is bulletin board material. UCLA, they've been waiting for their revenge for carry the one. Nine I years. I don't know. Ten I don't years. know. If I were to bet, I'm, I'm willing to bet that UCLA has honestly no recollection of ever seeing Florida State at any point. In fact, Florida State is, hasn't really – I mean, Florida State actually got to the College World Series, I think, two years ago in, like, a weird fluke thing. Like, they weren't supposed to even make the tournament, and they got all the way to the College World Series. In fact, that I got a funny story for you right now. There's a team in the tournament right now that it, it's criminal that they're in there. Um, Who? New Mexico State. Okay. New Mexico State University uh, – had 19 wins this season they didn't even make the whack tournament and i think a team like got disqualified for the whack tournament so they snuck into the whack tournament and then they won the whack tournament rutgers won 45 games this year they don't get to go to the tournament that is insane 22 win new mexico state gets to go to the tournament because they lucked into a tournament win gcu's ranked 25th in the nation so they had to get into the tournament the whack's only supposed to let one team in but GCU had was ranked 25th, so they had to let them in. And now the pack, the WAC champions had to get in. The worst team in the country. And they're in wow. the tournament. I'm so sorry, Rutgers. You deserve so much better. I, I, it's unfathomable that this was allowed to happen. Rutgers always gets screwed in every single sport. I wish we could get a home run prop in this uh, UCLA-Florida State game. I want a Jake Palmer 
home run prop plus uh, 650. I will tell you this about any don't play any UCLA players on home run props. Small ball team, small ball uh, organization. No one drops bombs at UCLA not since this guy moved on. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll go back to Major League Baseball. My squad in action here in a couple hours, so we'll get the pick out. It's the uh, Cubs and the Cards, and it's a pick 'em, and it's Miles Michaelis, three and three this year with the two six seven ERA, going against Marcus Stroman, two and four this year, record being because he plays for the Cubs, three nine five ERA. He's been pitching much better since coming back from the uh, COVID list as well. Yeah, he's been good. I gotta take the Cardinals if it's a pick 'em. Um, Same. It, it's a no-brainer. Although the Cubs have been actually, they've been all right. They've been all right. They've, they've, they've been playing some good baseball. I mean, they're they're twenty-two and twenty-nine. The Cardinals are twenty-nine and twenty-two. The only thing I'm and listen, I got Strowman's on the mound with a three-nine ERA. Uh, Michaelis has got a two-six, and he only has a two-six because his last outing was his first bad outing of the year. He had a one-one-four last time yeah, play, he yeah. started, so he had a really bad game. I don't know why this is a pick'em. To be honest with you. I'm having trouble comprehending why it's a pick'em, and because I'm having trouble comprehending why it's a pick'em, it's almost making me want to stay away. But I'm sorry, I gotta go with Miles Michaelis on the money line if you're really giving me this type of value. Uh, if the wind's blowing in, I'm gonna play the under. If it's totals eight and a half, I'm gonna go under uh, in that game. By the way, too. All right, moving on. Giants, Marlins, Giants minus one forty-five. Last I saw on the money line, Marlins were plus one twenty. Cobbs on the mound tonight, ERA over 5, 3-2 record, going against Hernandez, the one guy in that Marlins rotation I don't trust. His ERA mm-hmm. also 5, so I'm going to go, here's a low total, 7.5. Giants are terrible defensively. I will be playing the over pretty big, 7.5, and, and I would actually, as bad as Cobbs been, still lean Giants. See, I want to lean Giants, but Cobb is terrible on the road. I don't really want to bet the side. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the the truth is Cobb is not good on the road. He's historically bad on the road, in fact. So I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to play the Marlins on the money line as uh, home underdogs, plus 125, and yeah, the over. Both these guys got uh, ERAs pushing six, seven and a half at minus 115. Yeah, taking that over, taking that over, taking that over. What do these three things have in common? All right, my keys falling in a river of molten lava. Yes. Nails being stuck in my eyeball. Okay. Or having my feet and having my feet chopped off. Those three things. What do they have in common? Um, things you would rather do than watch the Nationals versus the Reds. Boom. Yes. Nailed it. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah, I don't care about this game in any way, shape, or form. There's not a single line I care about. In fact. Uh, Josiah Gray on the mound with a five ERA. Listen, Josiah Gray might be one day a very, very, very good starting pitcher. He was a big piece in that trade last year for Trey Turner. However, he ain't there yet. Uh, I don't care about this game. I don't care about either of these teams. I can't imagine any fan of either of these teams watching this game. Who (laughs) cares? Who cares? Who cares? Let's talk about the D-backs and Pirates. Wait, really quick on this game. (laughs) I'm going to be a bad uh, co-host here. Is that Mike Miner making the start tonight? Is Mike Miner still in baseball? Who is M Miner? Hold on. Now I do need to. That can't be Mike Miner. Oh my God, it's Mike Miner making. Texas Rangers Mike Miner? Hold on. At 34 years old. Lefty Mike Miner? I I have to. uh, I got to look really quick here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Here. Everybody talk to yourself. It's Mike Miner going tonight. 
Okay, I'll take the over. <laughs> it's like, at nine and a half, which it's at nine and a half, which is really high, by the way. I was like, oh, maybe <laughs> you want to you want to know? I didn't realize Mike Miner was only thirty four. He's actually my age. He's you know younger than me. How is Mike Miner younger than me? I was just about to say. I wonder if it's his son. <laughs> did, he, did Mike Miner get in the big leagues when he was 11? I felt like Mike Miner was around 10 years before I was drafted. I feel like I've been betting team totals against Mike Miner since like 1987. Didn't yeah. Mike Miner get popped in like the Balco scandal in 2000? <laughs> Seriously. He served up the first home run Barry Bonds ever hit. Mike Miner. Oh, Boom. sorry, Mike Miner. I actually think you're a great pitcher. It's just, you know, yeah, hell I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I, mean, I just didn't expect to see your name. That just... Congratulations on being there. I apologize. But I just yeah, I saw, didn't care about well, this game. I mean, yeah, I didn't. Nobody cares about this game. I just saw Miner. Yeah, it's Mike Miner. Wow. All right, Diamond. We move on to Diamondbacks Pirates. I do like that Kelly strikeout prop a lot. He's been pretty good this year going against Brubaker, who hasn't won a start. He's 0 and 4. God, Diamondbacks plus money. Probably. I can't believe it. Need. That's about it, dude. What is with the Vegas books and the Diamondbacks? The Diamondbacks yeah. are good. They're yeah. a good baseball team. I know that their record doesn't reflect it quite as well because they're 25 and 27, mm -hmm. but that's because they're in Phoenix. That has nothing to do with the quality of this team. This is honestly, if we, if you're going to call the Diamondbacks a bad team, they are by far the best bad team in Major League Baseball, and it ain't even close. If there was yeah. a bad team World Series, this team would win that World Series because they're good. They just need to be in a different division away from the Dodgers, Giants, and, and Padres, man. It sucks. This they're really good. Yeah, I'm taking them on the money line plus 100. Merrill Kelly averaging 7.9 Ks a game. You can get him at plus money on the K prop line at four and a half at plus 100. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd even look to play the maybe even the over in this game at seven and a half because yeah, Baker has not been good and no. the, this team can hit. Yeah, I'd play the over seven and a half. That's way too low. And I'm going to go under. Here's another low total six and a half. You gave out the first five under. I gave out the no run in the first inning. Uh, I definitely wouldn't play the over, even with the total being at only no six chance. and a half. Both. I mean, the Brewers bullpen is insane. Josh Hader, best closer in baseball. Cy Young ticket. That number down to 25 to one now. Uh, give me uh, the under. I don't want to pick a side in this one because Musgrove, awesome, 5 and 0, 186 ERA. Corbin Burns, 3 and 2 this season, ERA under 2 as well. Brewers, minus 155 favorites. I don't think that price is right. If I had to bet this game on the side, I'd bet the Padres plus money, especially with the Brewers winning last night in comeback fashion. I'd bet the Padres tonight on the road uh just because of the price, but I'm playing the total. First 5 under is my favorite play. All right, so there's something very interesting here and I'm trying to find it. I'm, I'm looking up and down something uh, on M on uh, Cy Young Futures. And guess what? I'm all the way down to uh, plus 7,000. You know what name I haven't seen yet? What? I have not seen the name Joe Musgrove yet. I'm still scrolling down, and I don't see a prop for his Cy Young Future for Joe Musgrove yet. Yeah, what is going on which here? Is, I was going to ask you about that. Go on. Which is pretty amazing, isn't it? Because Joe Musgrove is the best pitcher on the San Diego Padres. Joe Musgrove is 5-0. and Joe Musgrove has a 1-8 ERA. And when Joe Musgrove beats Corey Burns tonight, Joe Musgrove is going to shoot up towards the top of this Cy Young Futures list. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm playing the Padres tonight. I faded in the last couple of days, but I am not fading Joe Musgrove. I don't care who he's pitching against. Plus 125 on the money line. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. And I'm backing my boy Joe Musgrove. Let's go, Pods. 
Hey, really quickly, because Josh Ader again, twenty-five to one now. I bet that you know a couple weeks. I thought ago. you were crazy, but I, I don't think you're crazy anymore. Well, no, not and now, but now, like I wouldn't really recommend it. I mean, what he's doing, like twenty-five to one, actually, okay, so that's still a pretty good price. But if he has hell three, four more saves here in the next couple days, and that drops to like eighteen or fifteen, where like Zach Gallen or Max Fried are right now as a closer, I wouldn't bet it. I would want seventy-five to one, or at least twenty-five to one, I guess. Um, no, it's too late. You already you got think, it. You already got it done. You already, you, you already think, put the bet. Right. Uh, yeah. So if if somebody else out there was looking to make their best bet for Cy Young winner in the National League, I don't think Corbin Burns plus three twenty-five is a good enough price. Sandy Alcantara is seven to one. Rodon's nine to one. Musgrove ten to one. Pablo Finally, Lopez, you can find him. I can't find him anywhere. Who do you like, think Musgrove would be the best bet at ten to one of the names you just mentioned? Yes. I do. Okay. And if Joe Musgrove goes off tonight, Joe Musgrove, 10 to 1, is going to be closer to 3 to 1. If he beats Corbin Burns yeah. in Milwaukee, Joe Musgrove is going to shoot to the top of this list. Yeah, he is. He might be like Corbin Burns' price. Not quite, you know, 3 to 1 plus 325 only, but he'll probably drop, I would assume, 8 to 1, 7 to 1 range. So, dude, yeah, that's a good 5 and 0 oh with a 1 eight these are these are video game numbers like looking at the top of the corbin burns is three to one he's three and two with a one nine five yeah none of his numbers are better than joe musgrove's you're right it's insane plus and that's what i'm saying about the corbin burns price just doesn't make a whole lot of sense right now. So I'm really excited about this game. This is the game of the night for me. Pitching Thanks. matchup through the roof. Both teams at the top, near the top of their divisions. Padres at 30 and 21. Milwaukee at 33 and 20. But, but, I mean, the Padres got a better offense, but they're without Fernando Tatis Jr. You mentioned Manny Machado being a little banged up. Yeah. Um, the Milwaukee offense, we, we both agree, is a little middle of the road. They definitely could use some improvements come the trade deadline. But both these teams pitching is about as good as it gets in the National League, if not all of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, Braves-Rockies, I gave out the strikeout prop early on Max Freed. Low number. Love that. Pretty big on that. 5-2 and two this year. 310 ERA. Braves, minus 175 on the money line. Rockies, plus 145. I, uh, I don't really want to bet this game because you got the Rockies at home. You never know what you're going to get. The total's 11. You never know what you're going to get right there because it's a decent pitching matchup. Just the strikeout prop for me with a slight lean, maybe to the under at 11 in this game. Yeah, I'm not really liking the money line, obviously, because if I were to lean somewhere, it would be towards the Braves with Freed on the mound. But you're currently yeah. getting it at minus 175, and that is just obviously with, with way, way too much juice to lay down. And I'm not getting enough on the run line either, so I might be looking at this series going forward. But with Freed on the mound on Friday evening, I'm staying away from this particular game. I might fade the Dodgers tonight, which is something you don't hear me say very often. Took the Dodgers last night, took the under in that game, worked out 2 nothing victory over the Mets. Mets tonight, though, are plus 135 with Bassett on the mound, 4-2 and two this season. The Dodgers minus 140. Anderson's been awesome, 6-0, and 2-9-0 mm-hmm. ERA. But um, might be a rare opportunity to get the Mets plus money. Like, the Mets are the real deal. They They're are. a little banged up right now. Uh, my lean is the Mets. And probably the under, actually, eight and a half. Your thoughts. Last night, it was an under game. It was 2 nothing. I faded the Dodgers last night for the first time this year, and I also said the last time this year, and it is. I'm going right back on the Dodger train. 
Anderson on the mound is six and zero with a two nine ERA. He has been yeah. phenomenal. Uh, not not to say that Bassett hasn't been great too. He's got a three six six. He's currently four and two, but the Dodgers are playing at home. Uh, I don't want to play the run line. I just don't trust it enough right now because again, the Mets are real. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna lay down a little bit more juice than I'd like to at minus one forty on the money line. Oh, all right. Yeah, I can't. You're right. I'm just going to go Dodger. You talked me out of it. I, I, I just can't. I can't fade. I can't do it. I, I As much as I like this Mets team. Yeah. They sent down Dom Smith the other day. They're a little bit. Like 180. Yeah. I know. It's just this team is so good. But the Dodgers, man, just mm-hmm. I get that they got swept by the Pirates because baseball is weird. But I just can't fade this team. I just can't. Because there's still something in the back of my head that remembers. They are still the Mets, right? Like, is there still a little bit of that Mets negativity mystique leaking in at some point? It's got to happen. I don't know this year. I don't know this year. I don't know either. I think they're only going to get better if they could get, obviously, if they get the two best pitchers in baseball back. I will tell you, we are spoiled. Because we do have two, arguably the best matchups of the year, like, this weekend you, you got this Mets Dodgers matchup I'm looking forward to watching this all weekend long and this Padres Rocky I, I mean this Padres Brewers Dude, game tonight is enough. I cannot wait to watch this game like I'm not gonna lie full disclosure had a little bit of the Friday blues ready for the weekend tired was like man four four more hours and then I uh, remembered that we got that pitching matchup Musgrove and Burns now I'm ready to rock now I'm ready to dive into Friday and of Let's course, go. we got my college baseball. So we got to wrap this up because my Fighting Irish, well, actually, we got about an hour and a half. But you know, got a pregame, get myself ready. Absolutely. Also, your boys, UCLA against Florida State. We got a solid pitching matchup. I got Go a house forward. divided here because, of course, as you know, my wife famously a Florida State alum. Yeah. I'm a UCLA alum. I didn't alum, even think so. about that. Yeah, so I, I didn't know about this matchup. I guess, I guess my wife and I aren't talking today. Man, man, good luck. I'm rooting for you, just saying. So Thank know. you. Thank you. You know why? Because you are good co-hosts. Exactly. Exactly. All right. We'll be back on Monday. God God permitting. All right. Have yep. a great weekend. Bet it. Hey, Cody, where are you at this weekend, actually? Tell the oh. people. Well, thank you. You could follow me. Follow me at Decker6 on Twitter and Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Not to mention, check out our show. Bet for the cycle live four hours tomorrow, Saturday at noon Eastern. You got to check it out. Four hours of live baseball gambling coverage with myself and Rob Brown. And of course, the one and only producer, hating ass Super Mario. He'll be with us as well. And also, I have a punishment that I have to uh, do tomorrow. So tomorrow I will be dressed up in a certain outfit to uh, adhere to a punishment that I, I love on a bet that I did lose to Super Mario. I'll be checking out for that. I'll be on BetMGM tonight. A lot of BetMGM. BetMGM tonight, tonight. Nailed it. That's where you can find me. We'll be back Monday. All right, beat it. That's the name of my show.